0: Hello everyone, you're listening to another episode of the print life podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the relationship between designer and studio. When you're working together on a consignment basis, this can look different from studio to studio, and you always want to make sure you're reviewing those contracts. You're asking questions and you have all the information that you need before you dive in to that relationship. You're listening to the Print Life Podcast. I'm Leslie Kinahan, owner and creative director at White Buffalo Studio and founder of the Print Life community. This podcast was created to offer insight into the hidden world of print design. If you're a surface pattern or print designer who wants to attract dream clients, increase sales, and build a sustainable business that you love, you're in the right place. With over a decade of experience, I'll be covering all things surface pattern and print design, sales, marketing, and mindset to support designers in growing a creative business. Whether you're freelance, in-house, or just getting started, I've got you covered. Welcome to The Print Life. So today I want to talk about something that's been brought up often, not only in The Print Life membership, but in our free group and also having gone through the process myself recently of working through portfolios and bringing on a new consignment team. So working with a studio on consignment is definitely its own unique experience and can be different depending on the studio, depending on the contracts and the arrangements that you have together. It can look different from studio to studio, so all I'm going to speak to today is how I work with my designers on consignment, what that looks like, things you might want to consider, questions to ask, and things of that nature. Um, I've done a podcast episode on this before, but I'm going to touch on some new aspects today that I feel are really important as we move forward not only into more of a digital space as surface pattern designers and print designers, but having our own online shops and what are the rules and working with agents and reps and printing to fabric and those types of discussions. So, working with the studio on consignment essentially means that you are consigning your work to them to sell on your behalf in a similar way that you would consign a clothing line to a boutique studio to sell on your behalf and what this means is you are temporarily giving all rights to your art to the studio so that they may show that artwork on your behalf for likely around a year is what I usually work with my designers on it takes about a year to really see where that relationship is going how things are doing to hit all the trends that you've been working so hard to develop into and you can go beyond that or it can be shorter again it's going to depend on the studio but within that year the rights to your work essentially belong to the studio this gives them the rights and enables them to print your work to fabric legally right show it to clients ship it to reps and agents they may have who are selling the work on their behalf It gives them the rights to transfer rights to a buyer should somebody purchase that artwork it also gives the studio the legal rights to sign over the artwork to a buyer okay so that's why it's really important to understand that during the time That your artwork is with a studio, you are not allowed to show it on your own platform. You're not allowed to show it with another studio. You're not allowed to show it with a rapper agent. You're not allowed to share it to social media because it's temporarily, it doesn't belong to you. I know this sounds harsh, but it's all for the greater good. It's all for legal purposes that enable the studio to sell that work on your behalf. Making the client feel comfortable. If the client, let's say client A, is looking at my studio's collection online and they see something they like and they have it on hold in their cart, then they're scrolling Instagram and they see you post it. They see you share it. Without understanding that there's a connection to the studio, they may immediately feel unsafe in the relationship with the studio, uncertain whether that, whether or not that work has been shared elsewhere, and uncertain if it really is an exclusive print that they can have, right? So it really is for the greater good, it serves a greater purpose to sign your rights over to the studio temporarily, and it really truly is in your best interest to hold off on sharing your work to social and giving the studio an opportunity to do so on your behalf without confusing potential clients. When a studio posts to their feed, they can choose how they want that work to look They can choose the wording in which they share it. They can choose to acknowledge you as the designer or not because it's, again, temporarily it belongs to the studio. And more importantly than making the artist happy with the post, we're looking to make the connection with the clients. We're looking to sell your work. So we need to be given the space to to do that job, if that makes sense. So during this one year, let's say that's the length of your contract that a studio has rights to print your work to fabric, use it in social media marketing, use it in email marketing, um, send it to reps and agents, show it to clients, ship it to a trade show, whatever the case may be during that year, they're doing their best to get it sold for you. Sometimes things sell right away. Sometimes it takes a few months. Sometimes it takes a year. It's really unclear to everybody involved how well uh, an artist's work is going to land with the studio's client base. It's going to depend what the client base is looking for, what they're shopping for, what kind of trends they're after. That's why it's very important for studios to hand pick their consignment team through the lens of what their audience needs, right? Which is why it takes time to get back to designers with, after looking at portfolios, to get back to designers that aren't a good fit and try and explain why. Um, it's a whole process, Right. And we really are looking to serve our audience. So you may not be a good fit for one studio, but that doesn't mean that the portfolio wasn't good. That doesn't mean the work wasn't good. That just means perhaps you were not the right fit for a particular studio. So if you ever do submit a portfolio to a studio to work with them on consignment and you are told it wasn't a good fit or you don't hear anything back that doesn't necessarily mean it's not a good fit for you it just might not have been the right studio for you so don't let that get you down keep trying keep working on designing with the end user in mind with that specific market in mind and continue to develop and create into the type of work you want to do and you'll find your right place to sell your work okay so now that we have a pretty good idea of kind of the beginnings of the relationship and the consignment relationship right so the other part of the consignment arrangement is not only does the studio temporarily own kind of the rights to your work while they're selling it but you get paid when something sells so if you give a studio let's say 300 prints over the course of a year and only 10 of them sell, you only get paid for those 10, but you get the rest of your work back when the contract is terminated, or if you request it back. That's how I work with my team. If my team is like looking at things and they're thinking, you know, this isn't really selling, um, can I have my work back from last year and we'll continue forward? Of course, it's their work to request back. I usually ask for a 30 day notice because that gives me time to show on fabric if I've already printed it, it allows me to remove everything safely from the online shop, perhaps delete things from Instagram if, if needed, um, or to continue to show whatever we were going to show or whatever we have planned to show that you might have been a part of that you are unaware of. So that's always something to consider as well. And that's why studios may request some sort of duration of time to return your back your work back to you. So that's the purpose for that. Okay. So once you do sell work with the studio on consignment, the process looks like this. A buyer places an order with a studio. We get a purchase order. We take the purchase order as a promise to pay, right? We provide the client with the file likely and repeat. And then we deliver an invoice that is linked to that purchase order. So once they receive it, they have 30 days to pay us. So by the time the designer finds out, the designer could find out immediately that the work has sold, especially if the client, if the studio is asking you to put it in repeat or to, maybe we don't have your file on hand and we need you to provide it because it's sold. So when you find out it's sold, could be an entire month and a half before you could receive payment, depending on when the client pays. And the day the client pays may not necessarily align with the day that the studio does accounting. So a lot of things need to fall in place, especially as a boutique studio. So that's something that I think would be very beneficial for designers to understand that if you hear today that you made a sale, you may not see that payment come through for about 45 days. So that's totally normal, very standard. (laughs) And sometimes we have to chase clients down even beyond those 30 days. Sometimes they pay right away and that's great too. Just understanding that there is a kind of balance in that process, I think can be beneficial to the relationship because expectations are are being met. Like we're, we understand what's happening and there's information there, right? And if you ever feel um, like you don't know what's going on, instead of going to a place where any kind of resentment could build or maybe the relationship isn't going well, it's always best to just... Reach out, send an email, and open up the conversation because chances are the creative director or the studio manager, or whichever studio size you're working with, there's a very good chance they just don't know you're feeling this way. So, bringing it to light is the easiest first step, right? Um, Now, I want to talk a little bit about the relationships with studios versus the relationships with reps and agents. And sometimes when you work with a studio, you kind of have a relationship. With both. So, I just want to explain this a little bit. So, some studios show their own prints themselves. And if they work with designers, they pay designers a flat rate for that consignment fee, right? In our case, we pay a flat rate for every print sold. There's no percentage. That way, the designer is not impacted whether we sell it for regular price or we give the client, you know, a bulk rate or they've always paid the same rate for the past 10 years or whatever the case may be. I like working with a flat rate because that gives me flexibility on the price point with our clients without it impacting the designer. That being said, if you're working with a studio on a flat rate basis, which I recommend fighting for because you never know what the percentage, what you're going to get the percentage of, right? <laughs> so I think that understanding that first is, is good, but also understanding that the studio isn't always selling it on their own. Like if you're like myself, um, I'm a small studio and I have had agents or reps, whatever you want to call it. They're interchangeable. It means the same thing, a print agent or a print rep. Um, I've had them in Australia, New York, LA, and uh, San Francisco and when you work with a print or a rep, they take a 30% fee. And typically the way that another reason why I do the flat fee per print sale to my designers is because you should also not be impacted by whether or not I've made the decision to take the appointment myself or to let a rep or agent show the work for us. I'm trying, my main objective is more sales to keep my artists happy, right? So if we sell a print, through a rubber agent at a certain fixed price, they take 30% and then the designer gets their flat rate and the studio retains the rest likely for overhead expenses, whether that's printing to fabric, it could be social media marketing, it could be attending trade shows, it could be Um, email marketing with our clients, updating an online shop, saving JPEGs, turning the JPEGs into mock-ups for the online shop, interacting with clients, invoicing, setting up files and repeat. That's kind of why a studio retains a fee because without us out there, emailing, curating, delivering design briefs to the designers, setting up the prints online, merchandising, recoloring, doing the invoicing, the accounting, the taxes without all of this happening, there is no sale. You know, there is no studio in which to represent you and partnering with the studio is a really easy way for artists and designers to focus on what they do best and getting the support on the other end of somebody doing all of the sales, marketing, accounting, and admin on their behalf. So there needs to be an understanding of both sides and there needs to be kind of a mutual understanding, mutual respect, mutual benefit, in my opinion, when you work with a designer in this way. So I think it's very important to understand that sometimes when you work with a studio, they're paying somebody else to sell it and sometimes they're not. It really does depend, which is why a flat rate is the way to go, in my opinion. Now, if you're a designer who wants to work with a rep agent who's showing your work for you on fabric this is something that i i've heard a lot lately i think it's a little bit newer um they may ask you to pay for your own fabric headers in which case you print your own fabric headers out right you have your own headers you have the fabric swatch the large swatch and you send those fabric samples to the rubber agent to sell on your behalf, you should get those back. Typically in that kind of a dynamic, that kind of a relationship, it's very similar to the way a studio works with a rubber agent. We pay to ship the collection to the agent The agent pays to ship the collection back. So each one of you is paying for shipping one way or the other, right? If you're working with a rubber agent in this manner as a designer, they should be taking a 30% cut. Anything more than that, you should not be paying to print your own fabric headers. You should not be sharing the expense of the shipping. If you're working with somebody who's trying to tell you it's a 50-50, similarly to how a studio works with a consignment designer, then you should not be made to pay for fabric sample printing, header printing, or shipping, okay? And I just want to make that really clear because the reason why a studio pays a flat rate that's closer closer to that 50% mark is because we're incurring those costs, right? Those expenses are ours. They're not yours. And when we send out headers, fabric samples, um, I do, I never request my designers to contribute toward that expense. That is my expense. Now, if I was only taking a 30% cut, like a rep or agent would, then I would expect a designer to ship me their collection with their own headers on fabric that I would then show to my clients And then I would ship, I would pay to ship it back to you. So there is a different dynamic between working with a rubber agent and working with a studio. So if you're looking to work with a studio who is asking you to print your own stuff to fabric, make sure not only you're getting a higher rate for that sale, but that you're getting those fabric headers back and that you're only paying for shipping one direction, not both. That's very important because otherwise, in my opinion, um, I I believe you're being taken a little bit of advantage of um, because studios retain as much as we do because of all of those expenses, you know, so um, just make sure that you're looking at the numbers and that you're comfortable and that you're asking a lot of questions before you agree to anything. Number one. My number one question would be, if I'm being asked to print my own fabric, I would ask that the studio rep agent, whoever it is on the other end, are going to pay for ship shipping one direction. I'll ship it to you. You ship it back to me. Um, I would make sure that your name, your studio name, your designer name is on the headers, not that studio's name. Because then you're incurring costs to print fabric samples for them to put their headers on, which... Doesn't really make any sense. Now, if a studio wants to pay to print a fabric because they show their collection that way through a rep agent of their own, and they want the artists or designers to have to contribute to that cost, they could just pay you a different rate rather than having you do that work. Right? If that makes sense. So, for me, as a studio who's been in business for ten years now. Um, I've printed to fabric for half of that time. I've never asked my designers to incur that expense, though that is part of the reason why I pay the rate I pay. I have had designers come to me and try to negotiate the rate with me to get more. And I always say no, because the reason it's a flat rate is because it's not only is it easier for accounting purposes, I don't have to look and figure out percentages every time we make a sale, right? I'm able to just say, okay, you sold this many prints, that equals that much commission. You sold that many prints, it's that much commission. And I know how much commission I'm paying out monthly without having to go look and see how much everything's sold for. So not only does it make accounting easier, but it's also a fixed price because it's a fixed expense. And as a business you have variable expenses and you have fixed expenses. And for me there are a lot of variables as a boutique studio and I don't want my expenses to be one of them. I like to know exactly what my overhead is. It makes goal setting, and sales a lot easier. So for me, those are the two key reasons why I have a fixed flat amount. The third reason is more to do with the artist and designer. If you want me to make sure that I'm printing the fabric on fabric that I know is going to best represent your work on colors with very vibrant, beautiful colors that everything's going to feel uniform as a studio. It's going to look cohesive. It has our headers on it. We're representing you. We're showing up. I'm going to do that work. That's a fixed cost as well, right? And that's why the amount that we pay you guys is fixed. If I were to spend more to do these things or less, I would probably adjust that amount. That's why over the past few years, as we have fluctuated um, what we're charging for our prints digitally we have not changed that amount because we've actually gone back to what we used to charge we increased it briefly and then we put it back to where it used to be and while we're not currently printing to fabric we are managing and running an online shop we're doing email marketing there's a lot more marketing involved when you're doing sales yourself so we've kept the rate the same because instead of paying out a rubber agent to go tote it around and take appointments we're kind of doing that work on our end when you work with the studio, such as myself, a boutique studio, you may be going into it with them doing it multiple ways like we do, right? We have an online shop, but we also have reps and agents that we want to show on fabric for us again in the future. We also might want to start attending trade shows again next year, which is a, a whole other thing, a whole other expense that is considered when we decide on what we're going to pay as our flat rate. We take everything into consideration and the rate that we pay has been that same rate for a while because so has our print sale, print sales price, right? Once the, the price of our prints goes up, then I can see that number changing in the future. But for now, I, what I am seeing across the board is a lot of designers lowering their rate, putting their work on platforms that are lowering the value of our worth of the artwork in the world, right? So the more that we lower our prices, lower our standards, get on platforms that are lowering the value of our, of our artwork, the harder it's going to be to negotiate those rates, right? So I hope I've covered, I've covered a lot here, and I know it's mostly from the perspective of trying to look at all this from a business perspective, but I think it's important before you enter into an agreement, with a print studio as a consignment designer that you view it from both sides from their perspective and from yours that you're protecting yourself and that you understand what's in your best interest to negotiate and that you're understanding why things are the way they are this will make it easier for you to see what the best fit is to review all your options and understand what kind of questions to ask And to build a strong relationship really as you move forward with the studio on consignment see you next time if you're a surface pattern or print designer who's interested in learning the fashion side of getting your artwork sold then i would love to invite you to join the print life membership the print life membership is a platform i created to offer insight into the fashion print design industry sales and marketing guidance, strategy, and support, as well as helping you to identify where your strengths are in your artwork so that you can appeal to the right audience when you pitch clients, where you can find clients, how to grow your list, and all the different ways that you can go about selling your artwork in the fashion space. To learn more about the Print Life membership, free trainings, and other resources, head over to leslikenahan.com. See you next time.